0: Welcome to another episode of the podcast, A Chat with Agatha. My name is Agatha Langer and I am a relationship coach. The women who come to me for help, they will usually say, I don't want to live like this anymore. And what they mean is they don't want to live in a relationship that feels disconnected, that feels like um, like there is no affection in there, like there is no support in there, like they not appreciate it. What they say is, I don't think I want that much out of my relationship or from my partner. I just want him to hug me sometimes or sometimes say say that he loves me, that he appreciates me, that he knows how much I'm doing uh, for the family or for the relationship. They just want to feel like, like they're worthy and like they don't have to prove it to their partner every single minute of the day. And this is exactly what I help women with. Uh, today, in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the past and we're going to be talking specifically about the question, can I change the past? And you might be already thinking, well, how can I change the past? The past is in the past yet. So we're going to be talking about this a little bit. But what inspired this episode is a statement that one of the Um, women made she was participating in one of my workshops my online workshops and she made that statement I wish I could change the past and then when I heard that I was immediately no no don't wish for that and I and the reason I will tell you a few reasons why and I will explore the subject today but this is exactly I just want you to know what inspired that podcast episode So there is a a quote that says that if you erase the mistakes of the past, you will also erase the wisdom of the present. And the wisdom of the present also means the wisdom of the future, because in the present moment is where we make decisions for the future. This is where we have the power in the present moment, right? so this quote i was trying to look up uh, who it's by and i couldn't find it i think it said unknown so whoever said it was a very very wise person and the reason for it as you might already know is that every single experience that we have especially the ones that we label as mistakes uh, as something that we would like to erase right those experiences especially they have the power to teach us so much, to give us so room for growth for the future. Um, we just A lot of times we just don't see it because we don't know how to handle it. And the reason for it is mostly because the society already has programmed us and kind of taught us how to label experiences as the good, the good ones, right? And the, uh, the right ones or the right choices and the ones that were mistakes or errors. I mean, we're taught to do that from the very, very beginning in school, right? When we either take a test or we're asked to solve a problem, a math problem, or any other problem, or give an answer to a question, and it's either right or it's wrong, right? So we're already being programmed at the very young age to only strive for the right decisions or the success that we have, right? And of course, it's human, it's normal. However, this is a huge disservice to, I'm going to say, the whole humanity. Because the relationship that we have with what we label errors or mistakes is what really makes us um, unable to learn from them. Because here is the trap that we fall into. Let's just say that we've made certain decisions in the past that we're not proud of. And I bet that every single person has them, right? Something that they would rather either erase or change, or they would be like, oh, I wish I could go back in the future, uh, into the past and just change it so that it, it never happened. Because what they experiencing right now is something that really is the past that is still attached, that has that emotional charge. And that is kind of dragging behind and is and is affecting the way they live. However, They get stuck in that I made a mistake or I made an error or that wasn't a smart choice. And they get stuck in that realm. They get stuck in that notion. And the only thing that they are learning or that they think that there is to be learned from that experience is I am going to be more careful in the future not to make a mistake like that again. Sure, this is one of the learning curves, right? So that we can be kind of careful of how we approach things, or be maybe I wouldn't even say careful, but be more present to be more present and to be more connected with the source so that we make the choice a better choice for the for next one, for the future, a more connected choice, and more a choice that is more aligned with who we are. A lot of times we make those mistakes because we, we make choices for somebody else. A lot of times we live somebody else's lives, meaning we make the choice first considering others and then considering yourself the very last, right? So a lot of times the only lesson that we think that there is from the past is... I better be careful about making uh, better choices in the future. But that's not just it. That's not it. Because there is still, the past has so much to show us. So a lot of times when, when things happen in the past, especially the ones that trigger us, right? That cause really that emotional pain in us or those negative, as we call them, emotions then those experiences are pointing us towards the wounds that we carry in us and they can show us the way toward healing and a lot of us don't don't realize that right a lot of a lot of that's what we want to do is say okay the time will heal the past right meaning that i'll forget about it all and sure the pain usually lessens a little bit but it It still sits there and and if we don't take care of it meaning like really dive into it and decode what was happening in the past and why it was happening and look at, at the wounds and by wounds I mean some maybe negative programming that we have or some subconscious beliefs that are really not serving us that are hurting us in the present and hurting our decision-making capabilities and just the quality of our lives, right? Or maybe the way the way that we uh, view ourselves, the level of self-worth that we have, all those wounds that are sitting there, a lot of times those decisions, and as we label, label them as mistakes, will actually trigger those wounds. So see where the gold is, where the real treasure is? when you get to see those triggers, and I know that they're painful, oh my gosh, and they're so uncomfortable, but if we become present to them and if we become honest with ourselves and courageous enough to sit with them and see, okay, what is it that I have a chance here to change or to heal from within, then that's exactly where we are going to say, I have learned, from my mistakes i don't like to use the word mistakes right because i don't i don't feel they are i am the kind of person who will tell you that you will not always get what you want but you will always get what you need and you know a lot of times we pray for things and we ask for things and some of us um, pray to god some of us just work with the energy of the universe some of us don't even use the name god because we have a backward relation and that, that's fine that's okay but we always always ask for things and nothing wrong with it because that the asking for new experiences or things again makes us grow as we experience things in life they give us new opportunities for self-growth and spiritual development and, and emotional development and and all that Right. And just to give you an example of what I mean by you will not always get what you want, but you will always get what you need. Let's just say that because we're talking relationships here, maybe I'll give you a couple examples, so it's not all about relationships, but let's start with relationships. Let's say that you're trying to find a partner who is really who is really sweet and who will honor you and who will respect you and You might be on dating sites or you might be really making an effort to get to know new people and to really attract somebody like that in your life that you know you deserve and that you know that would bring you that fulfillment and that sweet comfort in life, right? But all you end up doing is attracting losers, right? Or people who don't want to commit or people who want to maybe use you for a one-night stand or people who will start criticizing you and disrespecting you. And you attract guys like that and you're like well what the heck is wrong with me why do i always attract people like that right or maybe you went you met a guy right that and you and you went for some kind of lies that he was telling you and the next day you're it turns out that the guy was married and and you ended up meeting with a married guy right and you didn't know and you were like how did I not see it? How do? How could I make a mistake like that? And it brings a lot of those shame, uh, shameful feelings and feelings of guilt and maybe disappointment with yourself and with your decision-making, right? But then again, if you look at it as, okay, just next time I'm going to be more careful. Well, this is not going to help you. It might help you to some degree, but really, again, looking at the mistakes and i'm saying that in quotes and air quotes that you made and digging into those feelings and those triggers that happened and looking at the patterns that are happening in your life that is exactly where your gold is and this is something that we go in depth inside my programs by the way if you ever wanted to join us but let's look at that again let's finish the thought that i had um that what will come up is not what you've asked for but why did you need it so that you can see what patterns you fall into so that you can see what narratives you have about yourself because i bet you and if you attract a person like that that the narrative behind there must be i'm not worthy of a person who can commit or maybe you're somehow afraid of commitment maybe your parents got divorced when you were a child and you're afraid to actually commit and you're going to be attracting guys who are emotionally unavailable or who are just not ready to commit right or who are not going to be respecting you a lot of times what we attract really mirrors the relationship that we were um that we were watching so that probably is our parents maybe grandparents right but it really mirrors not only that we take things also from generations like we take on what grandma was going through and great grandma and goes it goes on and on and we kind of take that on and just being careful about not making that mistake in the past it's not going to help you because There is certain frequency that you operate on holding all those narratives about yourself or the subconscious beliefs that you have about yourself. They hold a certain frequency and that frequency attracts frequency that is going to be similar to it, to to its level of vibration, right? So it's going to be a partner or a guy who is going to attract exactly that. So that's why looking at the past and really looking at it as oh my gosh this is my gold i'm so happy that i made that quote unquote mistake because now it's going to expose something in me that needs healing that needs addressing let's look at it let's see let's see how i can undo it let's see how i can change or raise that vibration so that subconscious belief is no longer in me so just getting stuck on that, I don't want to make that mistake again. I want to forget about it. This is not going to happen again. Or maybe crying about it and whining, why is this still happening? Is not going to help. Uh, our past experiences, especially those uncomfortable ones, are just like like really significant data. That we can go and take a look at, and we can be like almost like an alchemist or a scientist that gets to decode that and that take a look, take a look at it, and go and change it going into the future. And so I promised you that I would give you another example of that what you will get is what you need and not necessarily what you want. Let's just say that you are uh, that you are opening a new business or you're trying to start, start like a new venture in your life. But that business requires you to be to have either certain skills, belief systems, absolutely that being, um, uh, being in a business is not only about skills, it's also about having a certain vibration and certain personality, certain qualities Uh, certain strengths also mental emotional strengths absolutely spiritual strengths that are of certain vibration and that will be able to handle certain um obstacles or challenges right so let's say that you are or maybe you are that mom Um, Or a woman who is doing a side hustle and and you're getting um, into those uh, multi-level marketing, selling cosmetics or whatnot. I work with a lot of clients who do that. That's awesome. That's great. But suddenly you're going to have, instead of maybe bringing an additional income, uh, you're going to bring clients who are maybe unhappy or who are uh, complaining, asking for refunds. And you're like, why is this happening? Like, why, this is not what I asked for. This is not, it was not, not my goal. But the universe is giving you some challenges so that you can, and obstacles, so you can actually learn how to how to tackle them, how to face them, and how to get through them so that you can get to the level of your abundance or your uh, your company level, right? At whatever level that you, you were thinking of so you can get to those. So by learning from either the past, right? Oh, you made that mistake and and I, why did I do this? I should have listened to myself. No, it's all good. It's all good. You got served on a tray. What? You, Maybe you you ordered a cupcake, but you got something else. You got maybe a steak, right? And that's fine because it's still all good. You still get to... There there is a a sentence that somebody said. I don't remember who that was. Uh, That the quality of your life is determined by the quality of problems that you are able to tackle. And it goes for everything because when you think about having your challenges or obstacles within family maybe with your uh, with your children right maybe with your health even think about it if you um, if if those obstacles and challenges happen and you kind of buckle under under the uh, the weight of them and you just get depressed you don't know what to do you just you just... Bitch and moan, right about those things, then that doesn't really get you anywhere, right? But what does get you and asking asking the right questions and knowing that once you learn to handle certain obstacles, then you're growing. And the whole key here is really looking at the past experiences, and seeing okay, how can I grow? from them beyond the fact that I need to be more present to what I'm doing next time. And because a lot of times, if there's another note that I have here, Um, a lot of times if we just get stuck in that, okay, I I really need to be careful before making the next decision or before meeting the next guy, or I just really need to be present and open, then we kind of get paralyzed also. And we are, it's harder for us to make choices. Or a decision and then we become that, those procrastinators right because we're like no 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 i went i did this once and i'm not doing this again i'm just afraid to make it make a choice or, or a decision because i don't want to be in that mess again that is usually a good indicator that that mess that you were into how you label the mess that you haven't quite cleaned it up or learned from it by cleaning it up i mean taking away that emotional charge that it has and let's talk about this for a moment and again this is something that we go deeper much deeper into um into within my program but let's talk about this because the question is and i even mentioned that at the beginning can i change the past well we know the answer is well no sometimes we kind of change we build a new story if we don't want to think that something tra- tra- traumatic happened we might be lying to ourselves and it's like you know it's all um, kind of emotional survival mechanisms that we create as people we, we kind of choose to remember things differently but the key here is not to so much trying to change the past but change the way that you feel about the past which really changes that whole experience because when there is a negative emotional charge to an experience or events that happened, that had happened in your past, then you will always be triggered by it. There is always going to be sitting somewhere in your subconscious mind. And whenever something similar happens to it, it's going to open up that wound and it's going to drag you down emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It's going to drag you and it's going to drain you. So... There is that beautiful thing that can happen when we look at those emotions with honesty, those emotions attached to that experience. There is usually a lot of forgiveness that needs to happen. And again, I have the whole method for it inside my program if you wanted to join me. Oh, and by the way, my program actually opens in September. So if anybody wants to be on the list, on the priority waiting list, just reach out to me. Okay. I digress digress (laughs) so again we were talking about can we change the past if we change the way we look at the past which means take away that emotional charge that happens that happened back there that is attached to that experience then yes we can definitely change the way that we perceive the past and that we also call healing from the past because I'll tell you I had a lot of experiences um, just just to let you know about one of them, something that I've been really digging into lately is the, um, the relationship that I had with my mom. And I can tell you a couple of examples, um, from my past. One of them was when I had a boyfriend that my parents did not approve of. And, um, and I went to the movies with my boyfriend and it was a middle of the week, it was not a weekend. And why does this matter? I'll tell you in a second because we're coming back home from the movies and it just so happens that my mom and my sister were waiting outside the door because they had forgotten their key. And was it my fault that they did? No, it wasn't. But my mom was so angry and so furious at me that she said some really, really ugly words that I should be thinking with my brain and not with another part of my body which i am not going to name right now because who goes to the movies on a weekday and not on a weekend and i'll tell you that this is something what i just told you now is something that i have not shared with anyone rather than well my my husband like close people and the reason for it is that I wasn't able to. Because that situation has always had that really uh, that that shameful charge to it, that disappointment charge, that even anger to it. It always has. But I have been able to heal from it. I've been doing a lot of I've been learning processes that really clear those kind of situations and now i'm able to talk about it and i'm able to look at that situation and i don't feel that shame anymore i don't feel that anger toward my mom anymore for what she told me all i can feel is compassion and love and i and i tell you about this situation as as a reporter as a uh, a very in a very neutral way and I can honestly say that I just feel compassion and love which is a beautiful place to be because I know when I think about it again it's not going to trigger me and it's not going to send me into that spiral of of shame and guilt and anger toward my mom because how could she say things like that right it's it's I, I mean obviously she was projecting her own feelings and her own anger onto me and i had known that for a long time but clearing this thing up it's just it kind of there are layers to it especially when those are really strong emotional triggers so if i sit here and I were, well, I wish I could change the past. I wish that I never went to that movie theater. Or I wish I went on a weekend and not a weekday. Or I wish that my mom hadn't forgotten her key. That would be, again, being stuck in that wishful, wishful, wishful thinking. It wasn't. It wouldn't be really solving anything for me. But when I look at it, I know that that situation triggered um, what what used to be a sense of very low self-esteem in me, of lack of confidence, lack of power, lack of boundaries even, that I know that I was a very, um, that I used to be a very kind of weak, emotionally weak, mentally weak person, but those, exactly those experiences, they helped me shape who I am but only when I had the courage to go deep and actually and heal from them and neutralize what happened in the past. So when I meet with women, there is a whole wagon full of, if not wagons full of experiences that we have that layer by, by layer we get to neutralize and that's the way that we change the way that we look at our past we want to my goal is to take you out of the of the past or of the pain of the past so that you can be present right now so that your mind can be untethered can be unbound can be free and you can use your mind which is a very powerful powerful source because your mind really dictates how you feel your mind your thoughts about certain experiences they will dictate how you feel they will trigger certain emotions and let's be honest just like i was saying a lot of those experiences and emotions that follow that that are um, propelled by our thoughts are very low vibrational they will send us into that those spirals of sadness and feeling of injustice like how could this ever happen to me or how could have this person done this to me right so another thought that i wanted to tell you is that if you were to interview people who are really fulfilled in life and happy and successful and by successful i don't mean in their careers but successful because they do things that they want to do in life and they they uh, live life the way they want to live they they live it for themselves and not for anybody else. oh yes maybe they family that's not what I mean but for themselves first and then the family kind of just follows everything falls in place as opposed to living their life for somebody else first and forgetting about themselves that's what I meant but if you were to interview those person th- these people they will all tell you that they drop uh, what they used to label a, as mistake very quickly. They it, it's kind of they don't let the situations to get that emotional charge because once we charge it with like negative thoughts about our mistakes, about that we're maybe a lousy decision maker, that we're never going to be good for anything, that I am and such and such person we tend to do, we tend to give those situations more charge and more power over us. So dropping those situations quicker and detaching from them is really going to cause you much less of any pain. And I don't mean just like, okay i'm just going to pretend that it never happened it's it's fine whatever and you're just trying to move on as quickly as you can no you you, like you can't do that that is one of the mistakes right you got to stay with it and just make sure that all the charge is taken out of it and then kind of move on which i'll be very happy to help you with it's it's um it's not even a habit but it's like a new way of being and it takes a little bit of time because anything takes like a muscle to you know like you go to the gym right and um and you're trying to build those muscles well it's not going to happen overnight it's kind of like a new habit and a new way of being new way of your new identity uh, that can really be peaceful or at peace with whatever happens As long as you take those lessons out for yourselves and then you take um, those lessons into the present moment and apply them to whatever decisions you're making for your future and therefore being in power, in power of your future, being creative about your future, not just living life like you're putting out fires because, because the past triggered you over and over again and um and you're just trying to quiet it down and make it go away and then that whole present moment is being stolen away from you Uh, so i hope i hope that you don't think anymore that well you might still be thinking i wish i could change the past sure but since since it's not quite possible let's take a look at what we can do to neutralize it to take the emotional charge out of it to learn all the lessons that we can from it and then actually actually make peace with it so that you can just leave that chapter behind because this it's almost like that past is that chapter in the book that the that, that gets open you're kind of stuck on that page all the time and you're like well i want more i want to know more what's next in the book what's happening but you're unable to turn that page and i am able to read all the other plot that can be beautifully happening by design by you you're the architect of your life and a lot of times it doesn't happen like we're the architect We that just happens like we're the maintenance guy that just keeps like unplugging toilets and cleaning out, out all the spills and uh, patching up the walls that happened, it, it, that that are um, in, um, in the walls, right? Like we feel a lot of times like we're the maintenance person of our past and not so much the designer and the architect of our future. I hope what I shared with you today will give you some hope for the future, meaning that yes, you can actually change the way that you feel about the past. Maybe you'll see like the light at the end of the tunnel and maybe you'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I could do that. I could really um, break away from the past so I can be more present for myself, for my family. And I could grow as a person and I could finally get rid of those icky emotions of guilt and of shame and of feeling injustice in my life. And take whatever happened in the past and use it as your power, use it to empower you, to build, to build confidence, to build that self-worth because you are actually learning from the past and from what the life is serving you. And also having that belief, that deep belief that whatever it is that your life gives you is what you need, not necessarily what you want, but really what you need, it gives you that peace inside of you. Like, oh my gosh, you know, this is not what I wanted. But if this is what I need, I'll take it with grace. I'll take it with gratitude. And I am going to freaking do my best to learn from it so that my life could be better and I could become the best version of myself that I could be. Thank you for listening. Until next time.